0: Please, <laughs> well. It's show and tell. It's true. We've got everything. We've got robots, yeah, no, I'm 3D papers. printing, we got We got pythons. crafting, we've got pythons, yeah. we've got jam chaos, we've got everything.
1: Yeah, we've got it all. We're
0: going to be here till 7.50, we're going to call on people, show off your best dance moves and or what you're making, crafting and hacking, <laughs> and then um, we got to get out here at 7.50, so just take a couple minutes and uh, unmute your mic when we call on you, and then mute it again when you're done, and you can of course leave when you're done, or you can keep hanging out at the coolest dance party. Let's kick it off with superstars, Noah and Pedro on the dance floor.
2: (laughs) Hey guys. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing? Okay, so today we have a 3D printed uh, dice roller, an automatic motorized dice roller, which I have in my hand right here. There's an uh, LED arcade button. When I press the button, you're gonna hear some ruckus. So the goal of this project is to just allow lots of different people to roll the dice without having to lose the dice, because they're all contained in this little snow globe. So the enclosure is all 3D printed and designed in Fusion 360. And it's a removable snow globe. This is actually the snow globe that we use for all of our holiday projects. So it's got a a 3D printed coil that mates with it, so you can tighten it up nice. Uh, A lot of snap fit features to make this kind of work. I got a skate ball bearing and a DC motor. And there's also a 9-volt battery in there, and everything's kind of running off of the verter board. So it takes the 9 volts, smooths it out for 5 volts so that it doesn't burn out the motor. And you can do a lot of different things with it. I think people can remix this to make all sorts of different games and toys. And uh, it just makes a lot of noise when you put the, when you put the things in it. So it's really cool. Okay. It's even fun without the dice. I like it without the dice. So you guys can check it out on the learning system. And we did a show this morning where we talked about it for like half an hour. We talked about the design and the circuit, different sort of options there. And uh, generally, pretty fun to play with. Also, got to highlight, there's an AT uh, auxiliary port. So you can plug in existing AT switches. So if folks want to kind of use this with other peripherals, they totally can.
0: Yeah. What a great idea.
1: Yeah, two comments from the chat, too. Someone said that project seems a little dicey. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But also, but also some thanks from AT Makers. AT stands for Assistive Technology. Um, right. This was exactly what an occupational therapist had asked for for one of their clients. So, you know, a person who um, has some disability needs can still roll all the dice and do all that. So, thanks for making that.
2: No worries. It was my pleasure.
0: It actually looks really fun. And I agree. It's like, oh, you always lose the dice. This is like, more yeah. fun than like shaking them and having to <laughs> find them. Yeah.
1: It, it also looks like some Romulan game from 10 Ford that Data gets good at
2: yeah. and, easy- and you know, in <laughs> it might make a cool prop. We'll see, we'll see about remixing.
1: All right.
3: Okay. Thanks so much. All There's right.
2: Go. Next, uh,
1: Trevor, who's part of Adafruit, and he's going to show this iOS stuff. Welcome, Trevor. Oh, oh are you? Are you're you, muted.
0: Uh, so click the unmute button.
1: There you go. Let's mm. see. Nope, I'm gonna come back to it, Trevor.
4: So let's you can go. Do it. Let's go to JP. Hello, how are you doing, everyone?
5: Hey, JP. I
6: am unmuted, right? So hey, I've got a project. Um, I just want to show something. It's a very simple thing. I got my hands on some of the conductive fabric that we sell in the store. It comes in this nice little sheet of this conductive fabric. Uh, last week I used it for contacts on my little Morse code keyer. It makes a pretty cool contact instead of if you want like wire to hit uh, a nail rather than the wire I've got this nice big surface of this conductive material so I used it for that in fact there's a little piece I snipped out and then I took another piece and I wanted to look into RF blocking for my phone so your cell phone that you're carrying around uh, whether you like it or not is probably recording a lot of your data about where you are Uh, There's maybe data going out to uh, places that you don't know about when you're using your phone. Uh, And so some people, especially uh, this has come up with people doing protests lately, if they don't want evidence of their location, uh, have been getting these RF blocking pouches. So I decided I wanted to make an RF blocking pouch. Um, So first thing I tried was just wrapping the phone up in the material. And the interesting thing is it basically needs to be watertight to radio frequency waves. If there's any opening, your Wi-Fi will stay on or your cell service will actually stay on. It's weird because usually you're trying to get cell service and it's disappearing on you, but uh, it's really persistent and Bluetooth as well. They all kind of make their way through unless it's really nicely closed up. So I took a piece to a sewing machine and I made a custom fit pouch for my little phone that fits perfectly. And when you close the flap over, boom, I lose signal on it. I can try paging it. I can try Bluetooth things that I see drop. uh, The Wi-Fi is dropped, and I'm presuming GPS also. I haven't tested it yet. And uh, sometimes when you pop it open, you'll see you've lost signal on cell. Wi-Fi jumps right back on really quickly, and Bluetooth does too, so it's actually hard to see. But sometimes you can peer through the mesh and uh, and see it. So I know we've had some other projects on the Learn uh, site. If you want to check them out on RF blocking patches, this material is really cool for that.
7: OK, cool.
1: OK. And JP, could you drop a, uh, Trevor's going to uh, pop back I'm in. Out. I figured out what was going on with this thing. Okay, bye. All right,
4: next up is Scott. Hi, JP. Hello. Right. Go for it, Trevor. <laughs> I'm gonna be super super short. I but I have a list because I have a couple things. First, CircuitPython Alpha three uh, three Alpha three is out as a as of like a couple hours ago. I just did it. Uh, a couple really good bug fixes in there. So if you tried Alpha Alpha two and had some trouble, try Alpha three. It looks better. Um, I was on the amp hour, which is a podcast about electronics, um, last week. So if you want to know more behind the scenes, um, check that out. Um, it's the amp hour.com I think. And then, uh, lastly, the thing that I've been doing in my spare time w- w- to like save my sanity from USB debugging is
6: yeah.
4: a synthesizer. Ooh. Not done yet, but this is the Shruti filter board, huh. the four pole one, uh, Old Crow, uh, C. Scott got me into it, so blame him. Uh, but I want to mash it up with the trellis board and get a trellis that is also a synth. Um, so that's my spare time right now.
0: I love how you're just like, uh, I'm out of d- hacking on drones and I got some other addiction. Like, you know, <laughs>
4: That's the you way it works.
0: never ends.
4: <laughs> and my toaster oven's half done, too. So you know, cool. it's all
6: good. OK. Nice.
1: All right, Trevor.
8: Hey.
6: You Yay! Yes, uh, yeah. yes. Okay.
8: Awesome.
3: You can right, do cool.
8: it. Yes, I got this. Alright, cool. So basically, um I've been working on this uh app. Basically it's like a, a playground. So it's so like a so, so Apple came out with a app that helps developers create uh lessons for people that aren't really uh that knowledgeable of uh programming and whatnot. So yeah, so basically we developed the a few uh, lessons for this, uh, my mini race car project. All right, so I'll show you that right now. Let me switch over. Camera. Okay. Oh, no, I can't switch over. Okay.
1: Oh, it's not letting you. No, it's not letting me. Bummer! so close. Well, do we go over there? I'll hold it up. Uh, you could probably hold up what's on the screen. Yeah, because it's gonna be the overhead anyway. So, uh, just let us know what this app does.
8: Yeah. So basically, what it does, it it sends uh, commands to this my race car. So, you know, the miniature race car can just like move forward, backwards, and forward, and you know, like drive around and do pop wheelies and all that, all in, within this lesson plan.
0: W- and and what, what app is that on the iOS device that you're running?
8: This writing? is Swift Playground. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can I just put in like three different commands, and let's see how this goes. I hit run my code, and it goes. Oh, that's so it's cool. cool.
7: How is it sending the commands from the Swift Playgrounds to the robot?
8: So basically, you input your commands in this editor right here. Yeah. If you can see that. Yeah, so you, you just input that, and you know, like, for this lesson, it just says, like, uh, just input any three commands. So you input the two commands, and then it just
9: exactly. goes. That's cool. That's
1: it.
8: Yeah.
1: All right, and then for the folks who um, know about, like, Swift Playgrounds and Apple and how, like, DIY electronics worker doesn't work. This is one of the first and only things that you can use with Playgrounds, Bluetooth, and can make control your own hardware. And that's one of the reasons we did this at Adafruit is um, there's like stuff that you can get at the Apple store, like toys, but there's not DIY electronics. So this is one of the o- only ways right now. So we're chatting with Apple, and we have a couple other surprises. Trevor just released the uh, sticker update, and then we have some Adafruit AR stuff. So uh, we'll ask Trevor to come back on the show. Come soon. Yeah. So, woo! Surprises. All right. Well, thank you, Trevor. Thank you. Okay. Right, next uh Chris Young. Hello, Chris Young. Oh, hey, Chris. You made it. How's it going? Yeah,
9: I finally made it. Thanks to so Scott for giving up his slot for me. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I got. First of all, I got a, a silly phone project that I did on three D printing. My dad's got to hold it up here. I'm gonna get rich quick. I'm stirred by my own blockchain. Yeah. So I, thought, uh, I would just make that as a, a gag item. Uh, everybody talks about blockchains these days. ICS stands
1: for Initial Chris Offering now.
9: Yeah. Yeah. So it does. <laughs> okay, okay. So anyway, I, it's on the uh, universe, and uh, I put the Fusion 360 files in there as well. So it's like if you wanted to emboss your company logo or your initials on there, maybe they have a a fun little item to give away, or a joke item. I've already got a lot of good comments on Paniverse from it. I also wanted to announce a new item up on the learning system as of Monday, that of Things Infrared Remote Control, where you can pop up a web page and click on buttons. Uh, it's completely customizable, and it will control your TV, or cable box, or uh, DVR, or whatever you want. And so that's on live right, on the learning system. Now it works on either the Feather M0 Wi Fi or the MKR1000. And uh, it does not yet work on ESP8266 because my IR library doesn't support that board yet. But it works on those other two platforms really well. So that's available on the learning system. And then I also want to take a minute to, to say a few words about my feelings about the passing of, of Stephen Hawking. Um I'm I'm not a person that that believes a lot in role models. I don't often look up to people to tell me how to live my life. I've been kind of cynical about famous people with disabilities. I at times I thought they were overachievers that I could never match. You know, that I, I wasn't inspired by them. I mean, the way that a lot of people were. But Hawking was different because he was famous not just for his disability, but for his accomplishments. And so I took the time today to put my thoughts down in words and I posted a short version of my reflection on the Adafruit blog with a link to a longer essay on my personal blog. So check check out the Adafruit blog if you want to hear my comments about that. Uh, probably the m- most famous assistive
1: technology user in the universe and what influence he had on me and my life. Cool. All right, thanks so much, Chris. I read read your post, I really liked it because you said it was more about being the best version of yourself and that's what we all can do. And I liked, um, you know, Hawkins was funny and I like one of the things that that you had said, you had a side story, Um, when when people have role models and I think you had said there was uh, a war correspondent who was disabled, you're like, what's a regular person have to do to,
9: <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to be, to, to know, have an achievement. You know, when I was young, I was I did some poster boy kind of work for United Way and and Goodwill and stuff like that. And as I said in my essay, all you had to do was sit in a wheelchair, and be cute, and you could get on TV. You know, it was easy. And now, you know, you got to go climb Mount for yeah. or be in a, paraplegic word Yeah, you know, what's, what's a guy like me gotta do to get ink
1: these days? <laughs> yeah. no, I thought that was really good. Well, thanks so much, uh, uh, Chris. That was on our um, blog, and it's also on your um, website that you linked to, so thanks for doing that, Chris. All
9: right, thank you. Yep.
1: Okay, next up, Hi, Blitz City.
9: Hey. hey, how's it going?
0: Hey, Blitz. Hey. Uh, so, this week I did my first um, PCB. <laughs> uh, I used Eagle and um, sent it off to Osh Park, so they came in. Uh, and I did it so that I could um, have a way to plug in the AMG 8833 thermal cam module into a Raspberry Pi, since it just needs the SDA, um, SCL, and then power and ground. Um, I also threw a JST connector as well, because I want to, I'm redoing my um, original project part. I think it was actually the first time I came on show and tell, I showed it. Um, I want a button so that I can take, um, it'll take screenshots of what's on screen I've got the script running behind. I'm not sure how well you can see it. Um, and so then it'll save the thermal images. Um, here's uh, one of the boards I didn't populate. So you can see the little bit up close. Mm. So yeah. Neat. Basically, yeah. All
1: right. Thank you so much.
0: Congrats on your first PCB. Thank you. Okay. you need like a piece of e-cake with like a single candle.
1: <laughs> All right, because um, we're running out of time, but I think we get everybody in. If everyone keeps it like a minute-ish, we can get to everyone. Next up is Kitten. Hello, Kitten. How's it going?
0: Hey, Kitten, you got stars or Yay.
7: something. Hey. Oh, we can't hear
0: you. I do am um, yeah. actually working to convert the SMS backpack to Bluetooth. Hmm. And um, I'm, it's kind of slow going because it's my first project. And I think I'm gonna put my sunglasses on because I'm going to blame myself. Not you guys, because my camera will probably eat it. But um, well, you look really cool now. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let's see if um, it's yeah. be- it's, um Google will um, will flip it. But I no, got it looks yep. I got um, I fixed the lipo because I ripped the um, one of the leads out of it the other day, and people in Discord were very helpful and reassuring that I wasn't gonna blow it up. So <laughs> looks great. So um, I've sort of gotten some of the Bluetooth stuff working, and I'm hoping with, it'll be done soon. And I've also, per your advice, um, I'm not, because it's a flexible PCB of putting support in, I have, oops, backwards, so I won't close it. This will be yeah. sewn in the next couple of days in my local neighborhood. And I think I just accidentally turned it off, so. <laughs> I'll just yeah, pass. you it for a second. <laughs>
1: good work, Hidden. Um, there's plenty of room on the backpack and somewhere else for an seen on the show and tell sticker. So email support at We'll send you out one. Sweet. Okay. Next up, we're going to go to Coding Pro.
0: Hello.
7: Um, <laughs> so my bot has had a few, not a few, a lot of updates actually. Um, and let me screen share Discord. Oh, I'm in live broadcast live broadcast chat, but uh, I'm going to move over to my server so that I can show you what it does. Okay, so um, I've added a few more or a lot more commands. So 3D is a new one where it searches thingiverse. So I can do 3D search Adafruit, fruit. it would search for things but is it down? Well, Actually, one second. <laughs> it's down. Maybe come back to me in a okay. minute. Well, you
1: can also come back next week if we run out of time, too. And folks can ch- check it out in Discord. So, I'll oh, do. wait.
7: It, it's almost up. <laughs> yeah, maybe just come back.
1: Okay, we'll try to. All right, next up, we're going to go to Jake. Jake, keep it about a minute, and we, hey.
10: can,
1: we can get to everybody.
10: So I got a funny thing um, the other day. So we did this thing at my school where you get, like, badges for doing stuff on Google. And I just wanted to share this because this was funny. Um, They actually are using, uh, if I share my screen, Um, they're actually using your badges, which I find kind of funny.
1: That's cool. (laughs) That's funny.
10: (laughs) I was like, oh, that's something. That looks
1: familiar. (laughs) Well, you know, that's why we put them out there. It's fine. Cool. Uh,
10: so then I wanted to show you our Minecraft world that me and JMK have been working on. So this is on my server. Um we have we made a new world and we basically did um, an Adafruit world where we customized oh, cool. Adafruit. So cool. we got a bunch of stuff that that would be in your world. Just while. like
1: Adafruit. We have these flowers yeah. everywhere. I got this um, big this looks so, just like Adafruit.
10: Yes, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the way Ada. Um, yep. This is the UPS packaging area. And
1: That's where we did
10: it. Correctly. Um,
1: okay, so did you, did you get a badge? Yeah.
10: And yeah, so I, I got some badges for, um, yeah, learning how to use Google Docs. Okay. All right. Yeah, so we did a couple stuff like that. Um, we're going to make some status updates on our, our uh, YouTube channel, so okay. um, stay tuned.
1: Good work. Well, not only did you get the virtual badge, but email-supported Adafruit, and we'll send you a real sticker.
3: I've yeah. seen on the show
1: until Google will use that one soon too. Okay. All right, JMK.
3: Hello. Hey. So um so yeah, me and Jake made that Minecraft thing. Oh. And last week I showed off my Arduino password thing, oh. which is this box. So I made it a lot more rigid so I can't just break it in half. And yeah. um and also so now if I share my screen, which I finally
1: can I can do. tell you just got a new roll of blue tape too. You're just like I'm gonna
3: Yep, finish. there it is. Yeah. Um so um
1: blue tape. press a
3: button, but if I type something like five six, five eight, that won't that'll do what it normally does. But if I I'm just gonna unplug this and plug it back in. And it should say press a button. If Arduinos are nice to me, clear output. Yeah. If it says press a button, which it should, Arduinos are so My demo. Come on, where are you? thing.
1: I say that all the time.
3: So, it's okay, if I it's executing the Arduino thing, but it isn't No what? Come back to me. I'm just okay. going to see if yeah, yeah, we'll try
1: to and if not, we'll just get to you next week. All right, we're okay. going to we're going to check with Coding Pro, and then we're going to go to Sophie, and then we're going to go to Adam. If we can fit everybody in in just like a minute each, we can do everything. All right, Coding Pro, did you want to try it again? Yeah, okay. so I got
7: it back. Um, so basically, because you think of a search of the user or, I can, or of the project, then I can do 3D user data for it. I think you have an account. I have no idea. Yeah, hey, we should. The user, and then... 3d project that I mean id and it gives you the id um and there's more coming soon it's now on my server it has a github feed so you can oh, see cool, all that.
1: cool. Yeah. yeah keep it up
7: um, and the there's box. a suggestion feed you can run uh exclamation mark suggest to suggest features and it automatically sends suggestions here like test it, you don't even have to do it in here. It just, we'll
3: just
7: put it sit, there. send the suggestion here. Right. That's cool. Nice. All right. Good
3: up. The thing's fixed, whatever.
7: OK.
1: okay. Well, we'll go to, let's go to Sophie and then we'll wrap up with Adam. So, Sophie, take it away.
5: Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, um, I made a Circuit Playground con badge. This is based on like those uh, DEF CON badges that um, actually got to play with one last week at a hardware meetup that Scott hosted, which is really cool. So um, this is a laser cut um, plate with some mounting holes for the circuit playground in there. And then I added some uh, areas to put copper tape on it. So um, you can take advantage of the capacitive touch functions. And um, then there's a little hole at the bottom for the battery to go through and then the battery just sticks on the back. And yeah, it's I started with um, a design that was just, I just designed like a snake curling around uh, the circuit playground. And then I thought it was kind of missing something. So I added the Adafruit star at the top. You can kind of see it better out of that like plywood material. It looks kind of cool out of Blue and
7: oh, if you like, don't peel all the paper off, yeah. Yeah, cool.
5: I just left the paper on the snake, and it just pops it out. But you could like hit that with some paint and like make it look really cool. So yeah, that's my project.
7: That's great. That's a cool design. Thanks. Right. Nice Thanks so much,
1: Sophie. All right, and um, play us out. Can we do a couple minutes? And I think we got to everybody. Can you hear me?
11: Yep. Yep. Cool. I had to change that up right before Show until Tell started, so audio drivers are kind of a mess right now, but that's okay. Uh, I love um, it. Anyways, my SEM's running, which is kind of amazing because about two weeks ago it caught on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Yeah, that's really, really bad. Um, these microscopes, uh, these older ones, use something called an oil diffusion pump. Uh, this oil diffusion pump literally boils oil and uses the, the vapors directed in a certain direction to actually pump. Uh, pump the air out, and that's what you have to do to get the high vacuum. Um, the, the oil is actually hot enough though that it was exposed to full atmosphere, it spontaneously ignites. Um, I had an o-ring fail and my pump was exposed to the atmosphere, it spontaneously ignited. Otherwise known as a rapid oxidation event. Uh, this is what the inside of the pump looked like when I pulled it out. Uh, th- this should be like polished stainless steel, not this. Uh, the, and then for the oil to work, it needs to be really nice and clean and clear oil. And the oil was just, just sloppy, like, snot-like consistency mess just everywhere inside this pump. So I spent just hours and hours and hours polishing this thing out. And the only thing that failed was that little O-ring right there. That little, it, uh, the valve closed incorrectly and the O-ring kind of rolled over and let air into the pump. So, yay. Uh, don't get it's, when it, when it happened there was literally smoke coming on my repping pumps, which is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Uh, But not the worst thing happened to a diffusion pump. This is from one of the microscopes at work. Uh, This was a diffusion pump that literally melted. So I didn't didn't go that far, thankfully. But uh, still, fire in your SEM. uh, Really bad times ahead. So I spent probably 10 or 12 hours polishing all these parts. This oil was baked on and is the hardest substance I've ever come across. Uh, no detergents, no solvents, brake cleaner, or anything could touch this stuff. It was just steel wool and steel wool and steel wool. So hours and hours of that. I had a clean pump after that. Reassembled it. It's called the Christmas tree. The uh, the oil comes out of all these different veins up here. It's directed downwards, and that being directed downwards physically knocks individual air molecules down. Um, had to uh, actually. Did you just had to take the diffusion pump off? The thing weighs like 50 pounds, and it's in a really awkward position. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, putting it back on was worse. But uh, then you got the water-cooled baffles. Uh, these things... Uh, th- this prevents oil vapor from traveling back up the scan column. Uh, cleaning Individually cleaning each one of those baffles out and polishing it. That was a really, really fun time, but one of those necessary jobs. Um, in the end, I replaced it with a new type of oil. This is called DC704. or 704. It's a silicon-based oil, so it doesn't actually burn. Uh, and you can see... Oh, it, uh, it's very, very clear and very, very nice to work with. And as soon as I powered the pump back up, it's pumping three or four times as fast as it was. So, this new oil is definitely doing amazing. Um, and then there's a diffusion pump put back on. So, you can see it's uh, it's not an insignificant piece of hardware. And the whole thing, he- the whole base is heats up to about 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Interior, it's a bit hotter. And it literally just sits there boiling oil. So, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. But uh, we I got the microscope back to just about full resolution. I'll just show this real fast. Um, i not going to take it up all the way, but real fast, I can just punch into, that's 86,000 times mag. I can actually take it up to 80, uh, yeah, there's 86,000 times mag. If I go to rapid and focus, you see we are completely out of focus. Well, you have to believe me, but I had it up to full resolution earlier today, which is really impressive considering I've only had it online for maybe, I don't know, an hour so far after being that diffusion fire fixed. So. And it's
0: not on fire right now, so congrats. not on fire. And, yeah, great.
11: Considering this, right. this is the fourth electron microscope I've had to like touch in the past two weeks. This has been kind of crazy. So I'm happy to have this one back online at least. So
1: wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's been All insane. Right. Well, that's our show until this week. Thank you. Wait J- a J- second.
3: J- oh, sorry, oh. sorry I'm so late. But
1: sorry right, again, J- J-
3: J- It just started working.
1: Okay. You got, can, th- you got 30 seconds.
3: Okay. <laughs> if you type the password, one, two. Th- if you type one, two, three four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It says in the code that you've got the password, but I accidentally typed three twice, so it didn't work. Anyway, yeah, that's what it's supposed to do.
0: Okay. Okay. Come back next you, week. and did it. Do it. Do it again. Right on while. time.
1: All right. All right. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Pedro. Thank you, you Kay. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Lit City. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, everyone who was on the show and tell. Um, we're here every week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time.
0: JP and No Pedro. Everybody, Scott. Thank you, everybody. Yep, Ask an
10: Engineer starts in two minutes. Two
0: minutes. Bye-bye. Bye.